So we're starting today on the penultimate paragraph on the page Omatazain, three lines from the bottom, about uh, halfway through the line, the commission is boiled. So yesterday we um, explained how the Sherish of Malchus is deeper than the Sherish of Zah, that fundamentally creation is achieved through Malchus of Atsilus. And Malchus of Atsilus, in order to create, must be associated with Atmos and Mahus. Because only Atmos and Mahus, is capable of creating. Because the Abishta is the only truly independent entity. So to create something with a sense of independence, the creator has to have that capacity within themselves. And if Malchus of Atsilus is practically speaking, the stage in which creation comes about, the Yeshan Nivra is created, Elam Abriya, and ultimately all the Elamas of Riyah, Tzirah, then we must say that Malchus of Atzilus has a Kayach Atzmi, has this essential quality of Alekus, of the Abishta, to create things. But nevertheless, in order for Malchus of Atzilus to achieve what it needs to achieve, it needs to have a hashpa, it needs to receive, needs to be a makabal from Zah. Now, for Zah to have that influence on Malchus, that it should create, Zah itself has to become uh, capable of having a kerch atzmi too. has to have an association with atzmius. So we, we say that the, there's a hamshacha of Kesa in Tezah for the purpose of Malchus. So the Sherish of Malchus in, in, in Kesa and deeper in Atmosphere and Saif is Nishtalshal to Zah in the form of what we call an Atara crown. And that is transmitted to Malchus to facilitate Malchus's role in the creation of the worlds. So that's what we discussed. But the fact that there is this godless in Zoh, that it acquires this Kesa, that it has Shaykhus to a Kech Atzmi, is because of Malchus and for the sake of Malchus. Yeah, that's what we said till now. So he says in the Maimur, the commotion is spoiler ill, but in And just like we explained above with regards to Dibu, like we explained at the end of the first Maimah, that even the very initial development of an intellectual consciousness doesn't come about uh, of its own accord. It is something that is triggered, that is inspired, that is made possible by the Isis Hadibu in order that ultimately that intellectual or emotional consciousness should come and become um, enclosed, meaning expressed in the letters of speech. So this is, this is one of the key points. It's not just post facto that when ideas come into Dibur, then there's something, then Dibur has an impact on Seifel. The very initial expression of Dibble, uh, expression of Seichel, Elmidus, was caused by Dibble. So that's similar to what we've just said, that Malchus is the very cause of the Hashpah into Zah. 
So too, and that is when we're talking about like we described, um, of just conveying an intellectual or an emotional consciousness. But the same thing is true when we're talking about an essential transmission in the process for the purpose of procreation. That this, what triggers or what makes plausible and possible the hashpah from the father, that the father should impregnate the mother. It's not that the mother, we're not saying just that the mother, post facto, after impregnation, she then has a significant role in the production of the child. But rather, the fact that the father is able to um, trigger and uh, reveal her procreative qualities, that itself was an achievement or a caused by the female, by the mother. The, the procreative um, ability of the father is and that is what we're going to speak about in the next paragraph, how that is achieved. Not just that, she doesn't just. So we, we've uh, compared hashpa atzmis of procreation to the dynamics of speaking of Isis Hadibor, and we've compared it also to Malchus and Tazar, in that the the the. the the initial stage of hashpah that comes from the, the, the mashpia is also, in a sense, behind the scenes, is made plausible, made possible by the makabal. The makabal is the context in which there is a hashpah. There's only a hashpah because of the makabal. In the case of Malchus, it causes there should be amshach of kesa and tazah. In the case of Dibur, it causes there should be an initial effusion of intellectual or emotional activity and in the case of the the mother it's the um, uh, it's the it's the causing that is the arousing in the in the father that he should be procreative he should be able to have a hashbop nimis that he should be able in his sperm to be able to convey um, his essence that his essence should be uh, conveyed in the DNA of his sperm, that is um, something that she is the um, fundamental cause of. That's the claim. So, but more than that, post facto, after the impregnation, she also is the primary uh, reason why the child is born. It's not just... Uh, uh, how the impregnation comes about. But post facto, once she is pregnant, she is the primary creator of the child and not, it's not the kayak, it's not the procreative quality of the father that creates the child, it's the procreative quality of the mother. 
She has this Bini Yaseira, which we describe Bini Yaseira means this Koyach of Hiskalus, right? Bina has this power to reveal things to a far greater extent. And we use that term to this, for Dibur previously. Now we're going to use it specifically for the Isha, more in, maybe in the context of the original uh, Maimar Azal. So, and this principle is that the creation of a child by specifically the female is is from her own quality of her own creative quality that she intrinsically has just like Malchus because it creates everything is because it has a shaykhus, two atoms there in the that can create. So the isha, and we call malchus isha, and we call malchus nukva and the keva. So in the, not just in the supernal mother, but in the biological mother, it's the same thing. It's the same quality, because it's paralleling the same um, relational dynamics of the mashpia and the makavu. By the way, what it says over here, it's not specifically the woman. It's specifically because of her kayak. Because we're trying to bring about her and show that even though she's doing the nine months, yeah, okay. you still, still could potentially think that it's the father's power. So even though, so saying, no, it's not that, Rather, it's actually also yeah, so you said the comma should come before the dark. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that, that reads better. Good, thank you. So now we're going to explain it. So for her inyan hu, the concept is as follows. I hope you're getting used to this, you know, the venimsas, the vahinyan hus, the ubira inyans, um, um, to appreciate the structure. Kiyudua de kishem shahad khar like it's known, just like the male is mashpia, provides what we call a drop of masculine waters. So this is euphemistically referring to um, the male procreate creative material, the, 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 the semen which contains the sperm. Yeah? Similarly too, the female offers and provides in the in the act of procreation a drop of feminine waters. Tipas main nukvin. Elosha tipas main nukvin he tipas hamad. But in these two contributions to the uh, the procreative act. The male contribution is provided and the feminine aspect receives it. So in modern physiology, the male semen um, contains sperm and the woman has um, an ovum. She has ova. She has... Uh, um, what we what sometimes refer to as eggs, and when the sperm 
connects with the ovum, it can and it uh, fertilizes the ovum, becomes an egg cell, what we call an egg cell. So they're both. These are the sort of their uh, their procreative. Um, I think they call them gametes or something. Um, material that the male and the female have, but the related the, the the way it works is that the 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 ovum receives the sperm. Now, what may be interesting to think about is that historically, before we get into the the physiology that he describes, which is not going to be necessarily um, identical with modern science. But even in the context historically about how people thought about how um, fertilization happened, how, uh, how it was possible, there was a very strong ideology or, or perspective, which lasted for many, many years. It goes back to prehistory, it goes back to the ancients and carried on way into the early modern period. Um, people called pre-formationists. So people had an idea that everything was always, always, had already been, everything always existed. So um, the, the act of procreation was just evolving something that already existed. So everything existed in a sort of a miniature form or a, a, a microscopic form. So they even had an idea that, say, inside inside the sperm would be a little person. And all the act of um, gestation was, was a sort of an incubation that allowed the forming of this uh, human being. Um, so nothing was um, created anew. And then there were two different shitters, two different uh, conflicting opinions. One people were called spermists, and they thought that the origin of everything was in the sperm. And some people were called ovists. And they thought it was all in the eggs. That who were the, but they, they didn't think that anything was being created new. There was no creation over here. It was just the evolving of something that already existed in a, in a, in a sort of a, maybe a cellular form, in a, in a small form. Um, as opposed to the other opinion, which said that there was something being originated. Um, and so these terminologies of waters and everything you'll find in some of these earlier texts. And then we find it in the Kabbalah, the idea of a tipus man and a tipus mant. Um, when it's talked about in Kabbalah, and it's not talking about the physiology of things, it's just uh, a shorthand for talking about hamshachah milmayla lamata or ahaloh milmata lamayla. So hamshachah is mad or ahaloh is man. Right? It's a, it's a shorthand for talking about hamshachah and halois. Mad or madi. So, because the male, in the act of procreation, the male is the mashpi it gives. So it's the idea of amshacha. Whereas the female is the makabul. So it rebounds. So it's more of an aliyah. The aliyah is a makabul and uh, the yud is a mashpi. Okay, so that's just a little bit of context. So even though there is a procreative quality in the male drop in the sperm but from the sperm alone there wouldn't be any birth there wouldn't be any creation 
and there won't be any um, children, just from sperm alone. But it needs to, there needs to be the receiving of the sperm in the drop of the feminine waters into the ovum. Yeah, basic physiology. Um, so that is sort of standard assumption, that the father has the but it can't create alone, so it needs to come into the man. Sperm alone can't create children, so it, has, it, need, it needs an egg in order to create. That's how, you know, since he's just uh, describing how it would ordinarily be understood. But then he clarifies. Uber and in truth though, Ika Metsias have lad Ramach Evrim, who But the production of a child in all you know two hundred and forty eight limbs, that is a product of the feminine waters, of the uh, of the egg. It comes from the mother. The mother produces the child in all of its forms. So, so, so how does it work? What is the role of the drop of the masculine waters of the sperm? It's to be the man, to refine and filter the feminine waters. It serves to um, help in the development of the embryo because in the early stages of fertilization um, after fertilization it's called an embryo for the first 10 or so weeks and then it becomes a fetus so especially in the early stages there's um, it's important to uh, there's a splitting of the cells this is how we understand it now it's not, this is not from the mind but we understand there's a splitting of cells um, until it uh, um, uh, can, can, can become formed into the uh, in, uh, and have all the necessary components of the embryo. So the the role of the sperm he describes as is to filter the ovum, to choose out the choicest and the best parts, and to remove the waste. So that from the uh, the prime genetic material, you can produce the child. And from the waste, um, it's made a shilya. Shilya is a placenta. Um, so the placenta, it doesn't just only deal with waste. The placenta has a whole bunch of roles. The placenta is an organ that is formed... Um, specifically for the purpose of pregnancy, um, and it develops inside the womb, um, and it deals with excretion, or getting rid of waste. But it also facilitates the attachment of the umbilical cord to the mother. It also um, does a whole range of other things. The placenta is a, is a phenomenal organ. And then after birth, the placenta is uh, also comes out. And it's uh, it's thrown uh, away. Began nitchalachutz. So you make the placenta, and it's also you know uh, it excreted. It comes out. 
So it's very interesting if you read studies about the sort of the impact. Um, they're constantly doing studies to try and figure out the impact of the sperm and the semen in general on the development of these types of things. And sometimes they come up with a discovery and they say that it's specifically the genetic material in the sperm that is more that makes a major difference to the production of the placenta and sometimes just broadly speaking making the uh, making a woman's body suited to um, be able to carry a baby um, a lot of it can come from the genetic material that's found in the sperm uh, but they come up with studies here there and everything it's not in the game um, Definitely, you know, according to modern science, they would say that the sperm does a lot more, has a lot more, is a lot more involved in the production of a child um, than what is necessarily afforded to it here. The Rebbe Rashab emphasizes far more the, the, the contribution of the mother, um, whereas now we see it as being a much more even, uh, at least from a genetic perspective. Um, but clearly, it is. Well, he's not saying over here genetically, blah, blah, blah. He's saying that he's bringing like facts and like the, what is the purpose? Three things. One of them a male has, and the other two a female has. So from here we see that female is more important. It's not just more important. Ikamitias avlad. I think if if you were to assess the what we understand from uh, from it now, we'd probably give the father a, a lot more so he's credit. Wrong. No, I'm just saying, and he's not necessarily concerned. He's not giving you a science lesson here. Um, is trying to emphasize the um, the centrality of the female contribution, which is not necessarily always appreciated. Ah. So there's a there's an added emphasis here. As you say, that from this choicest material, which the father's contribution filtered in order to be at the child in that child in that in that vlad in that embryo there is a there is the male the father's contribution it gives the koyach in the that the embryo should grow um and be able to produce a child. But nevertheless, so well and good. But nevertheless, the birth of a child in all of its form of the 248 limbs comes from the female contribution specifically. So here we have another venimza. So the conclusion of this is the nimtz. The ikka guf metzias havlad humikoyach atzmodavka. If you want to get to the, the the core issue here, the creation of the existence of the, the the actual physical existence of this child, of this embryo, and then in this fetus, and then ultimately into the child, is mikoyach atzmodavka. Is from her reproductive. Quality, her creative ability, and that is because of her superior origin in the essence. 
which is superior to the origin of the male reproductive abilities. And that is why the primary ability to procreate isn't her specifically. But she also can't create, just like he can't create children without her, she, the mother, can't create children without him. So you still need to have hamshachas hamad. She can't just produce children without being impregnated by the male semen, male sperm. So why do why does she? If she has got such creative qualities, why can't she just create children? If she really is the main producer of the child, what role does the father play? Well, we've described the the. the uh, he, he filters stuff and he does, but it's a sort of a peripheral thing. Surely she should be able to develop the ability to do that herself and reproduce herself. Why does a mother need, a, why does there need to be a father? Which is a radical question, right? It's a radical sort of even statement to even make, think from a context of thinking of the, especially even a, a person associates um, uh, procreative qualities with the father, uh, it's uh, you know he's he's completely turned the thing upside down now. He's given all the primacy to the mother, and now we have to justify the place of the father. Yeah. Is there any opinions as to the fact that perhaps they're both equally required to be another female? They they they're both required. You can see they're both required. They're equally required. Well, then then if they both then, possess the same amount of not not here not the, here there's definitely an imbalance they're both necessary but they have different roles and ultimately the female is the primary creator and the man is secondary and just a supportive actor in the in the process so here we're going to justify or explain try and explain what role does the father play in enabling the creation of the child. So we need to have the father's contribution, Hamshachas Hamad, is because something which is essential, something which is an atzmi, is not in a state of expression. So I explained to you, I believe, before, a general distinction between an atzmi and a gilui. A gilui is inherently bishvil hazulas, an expression of something, uh, a revelation of something, is by definition revealing it to something. Yes? Giluyim are. Uh, in the context of there being uh, something else. That's its whole function. By contrast uh, to an atzmi, something which is essential is that it doesn't need anything else. An etzem is something which is itself. I don't, 
how's essential the translation of atmi? Essential means something very important. Atmi is not. One, one, one interpretation of essential. Tissues, toilet paper is also essential. Says Sainsbury's essentials. Doesn't make it atmi. No? So you've taken one dictionary description of the word essential and you've connected it to. So atmi. what's. So I'm explaining to you. Atsem means a bone. Uh-huh. Right? It means something which is the core of something. Um, when you... when you, uh, Something in its essence is something which is no longer divisible. Um, it is the thing itself. It is... It doesn't... It's not, it's not made of component parts. It's one thing. So the source of something would be the atom of something. Would that be a maku? Would that be a fair thing, fair statement to make? If you go to yeah, to an extent, I mean, obviously, there can, you can have a degree of relativity to it because you can have the source of that source as well, obviously. Right. But ordinarily, when you say it's something that's an atmi, is that it doesn't require anyone else to be. A gilui needs something else in order to be. So are all humans atomies, so to speak, because we don't need it. Except, obviously, Hashem, but... Let's not go there. You might that you have an atom. Fine. But you're not, you're not necessarily an atom. Atom Adrege. If you, if you can be, if your atomies can be misbashed to your whole existence, then, then you're doing well. Um, but just, just as a concept, an atomy something that doesn't need anything else to be. It's independent. It's singular. Whereas a gilui needs something else. So when we're talking about this koyach that a woman has, that is her koyach atzmi. Why does she have the need to create? Just like Malthus. Why does it have the capacity to create? Because not tchilas and besaifan. Because the beginning is rooted in the end. That all makablim possess uh, a shadrish kodum. By definition, if you're a makabel, makabel means you're the end of the the process. You're the recipient of the process. So you become the end, and you're the culmination of everything. So all these qualities are rooted in essence. And but what comes with that is that that koyach is behelim. Kol etzim bilti miskala. Kol atmi bilti miskala. The etzim doesn't need to be miskala. It's not going to. If you leave, it, if you leave an etzim to its own, its own accord, it will just stay in etzim. It won't, won't do anything. Like it says here, ki atmi u ene begeda gilui u memela. This is Shmakaloshan, Ain the Begeda Pu'ullah Lifol Khudu. It's gonna this this Makudda is gonna come up right up again at the end of the Maimon, in at the end of the Hamshach in the Chol Tikla. That it's Ainli Begeda Pu'ullah Lifol. Can't do anything. Shkoyach, you're an atzmi. You've got this Gavaldika Koyach. Because what is the Koyach? The Koyach is that the Abish just like the Abishta is uh 
who levadi bekechel v'yecholte lahavis yesh me'ayin. Why? Mishum de metziyusi me'atzmusi blishum ilu v'siba akidemis lechas v'shon like we have in the Geras HaKedosh. Simenchov. That he is a truly independent entity. The Eibishter is an atzmi. That's atzmus. He's an atzmi. It's independent. Comes from nowhere. Stable. Constant. And that's why when the, the, the more inanimate something is. What is a makabal? A makabal, in contrast to a mashpia. A mashpia is constantly in a tnu of giving. Mashpia is a gilu. Needs to, it need, needs to give. That itself is a, uh, an instability. It can't stay still. It needs to constantly give. Whereas a makabal just is stable, constant. It's not. But poil is a makabal, meaning that it has nothing of its own. Makabal, you know, it's in, a, it's in a state of Kabbalah. Because it doesn't have anything of its own. There's no self, there's no self to even talk about. It's like it's so stable, it's so it. In a way, it's, a, it's the ultimate sort of uh, yeshus. Just, it's just a thing. And by, by, because of that quality, it's got a shaykhus to atmos. So like the most inanimate, the most sort of uh, seemingly non-spectacular thing has a kreich But the problem is, it's just, just is. It's like a it's like a glove. It's like a glove. It doesn't do anything. And is that what it means when it says Chassidus that push the yid and have the shittest of Atmos? This whole thing? It's connected. Yeah. The Maila the Tachtin. That is the whole reason of Dirba Tachtinim. The whole Maila Tachtinim. Sada Tachtinim Gufa. The more Tachtin, the better. The more Tachtin, the more Atmi. The Yesha Nivro, Yesha Amiti. These types of things, these types of Lashonis. This is, this is the, the Sugya that we're dealing with here. But the problem is, the Atmi is Eina Begeda Gilu. Umemela Eina Begeda Pu'ul Lifa. So, Okumay Ken, Koecha Etzem, Shebahama Kabul, Eina Begeda Pu'ul Ami Atmi. It's not going to self-trigger. The, the woman can't create children because this Koech Atmi in her is Behelem. It's dormant. She possesses a Koech Atmi, but it's dis, it's non not dysfunctional, it's non-functional. In order to make it functional, there needs to be the the arousal, the inspiration, the triggering from the mashpia. The mashpia knows all about activity, because it's a gilu. Giluyim know what it means to get things done, to express itself, to be active. Because Giluyim is all about the activity of being Megal. What, what's an Oy? The Oy is Megala, the Mo'oy to Azulas. That's the function of Oy. So the, 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 the problem is, it's only an Oy, it's only a Ha'ara. It hasn't got Shaykhs to the Etzen. But it knows how to reveal things. So we're going to have a perfect marriage over here. We've got something that knows how to be active. How to move, how to get things done. And we have a kayak atzmi. If we can bring them together, wow, you can produce a child. You can create a new entity. You can be godlike. I'm shakhaza atzmis. Create a new entity. Yeshma'ain. Creation yeshma'ain. 
by, by, by combining these two forces. Now, fundamentally, the who does the create? Who is the real Kechan Atmos that does the creation? The mother. But it wouldn't be possible without the, the facilitation, the, the coaching, the, the development, the arousing that comes from the father. So through the, 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 the male procreative material, you have what is what he says is It's not quite, you can't say kiloatsan because he doesn't have koyach. it's not it's not an atzan. But the mother, as we said before, facilitates that the the male uh, the male contribution should should be more atomistic. Just like we said before that Malthus enables there should be Amshacha of Kesilazar, the mother causes that the the, hus- the, 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 the husband's, the father's uh, contribution is is going to be more atomistic. It's going to be Ashpah Pnimis. It's going to be Bedoimala. It's going to contain his uh, a real procreative quality, which is ki'ilui, an atomistic quality. Because she needs him, so they're working together in that way. And that's why we say that ordinarily people think that the, the, the sperm is the, is, is the much more procreative uh, thing, in the, in, in, and it's the, it's the male contribution, which is the primary contribution to childbirth. That's why it seems that way. But if you leave it alone, it's, it's not going to be good enough. For all of its fantastic, procreative uh, uh, um, dynamics that it has within it, inside the sperm, nevertheless, it won't be able to produce anything because it's just a gilui. And it's not etzim. Who The only thing that can create is the eibishtah. The only things that have the koecha atmos, the koecha hilada, are going to be able to procreate. And he only has a ke'en gilui ha'etza. He's sort of nearly there. He's, he's got a very enhanced form of gilui. And that helps it, helps him uh, be able to influence the mother that she should be active, an active creator. So he arouses the uh, procreative ability in the mother um, so that such there should be uh, gestation and birth. But the actual creation, she has the procreative, fundamental procreative quality. And that's based on her deeper shadish. Because of her superior origin in Atmos. Just like we said before, that Malchus is rooted in Zah, is, is, is higher than Zah. The origin of Malchus is in the essence of Atik. And that's why it has the greater degree of Bina. So besides for the fact that the hashpah that emanates from the mashpia, so his procreative 
uh, ability is al is because of her. In a yesh bodavka koyach lahavus guf mechudosh utzir havlad liyes bedeimol echuli. She in her has the power to create an entirely new uh, physical body in the form of the the fetus in the development of the fetus such that it should be uh, comparable to him to the father and to, to recreate human existence and this is the phenomenal quality that she has and that he facilitates so where we're at is that we're we've validated in a sense the role of the father in the process of procreation just like and it's associated with how we explained we, we validated the role of Zor in the creation of the world which is going to be a little bit in the next paragraph in the dogma the dogma Lamaina, that Malthus also needs Zor he needs Zor to be great and top form needs it to be Godel needs it to have and then Malthus can do its thing and create the world and create Neshamas and do all the things that it does and so just to remember how this fits into broadly the the Hemshachadvarim we have a Medrash that talks about cups and we want to understand what are the dynamics of a cup of a makabal? So what we're bringing out over here, when we talk about hashbar pnimis, is a, in a way a, a far more profound impact that the makabal has than say dibur has, right? Dibur and the sachako, what it do? It reveals that's a manashama. So the what you can have a deeper svara, a deeper emotion more profound uh, idea but the the means that the makabal in this case the female is able to reproduce a human being and that is the koyach of the makabal of a kois that it can be so in a sense uh, cataclysmic the hashbo into a makabal Meaning, if, it, if it's Megala, the, the Koyach Atzmi of the Makabal, the Makabal can be truly transformative uh, in, in a way even more than Malchus of Atzilus. The biological mother is even more uh, transformative than Malchus of Atzilus is. Um, that it can actually re, it can recreate itself. Malchus Atzilus, what does Malchus Atzilus create? It creates Bria, which is not Atzilus. Malchus can't create Atzilus. can only create Bria. A, a mother can create a mother. So it's a, it's a much more... Uh, it, it's a much more... Um, uh, impressive form of creation, in a sense. And that is because she's a Makabal. And all Makablin are ultimately Mushrash and that's why we have in the Medrash a marshal of case.